Hello, Namaste and welcome to Voices of Yosha, a special place to discuss health. Health perceived as multidimensional with aspects of the mind, body, soul, community, family, joy, contentment, learnings from ancient sciences and modern medicine, with a special emphasis on women's health in the context of the Indian subcontinent. We are very grateful to the grant from the Pollination Project to make this podcast possible. In today's episode, we are joined by Dr. Sasikala Kolla, a senior gynecologist obstetrician at Rainbow Hospitals, Hyderabad. While we know that menopause happens and there are a lot of changes in a woman's body, let's hear from Dr. Sasikala what has nature planned for us, why these changes happen, and what the body is trying to signal and small ways it tries to protect the woman as she's going through these changes. Welcome Dr. Sashikala. Thank you for making time to speak to us from your busy schedule. My first question would be, what happens to a woman's body? What plans does nature have for her as she progresses into her 40s and then her 50s? Okay, so actually, first talk about the menopausal health. So you all know that it is a complex event that involves both biological, that is where your uh, menstrual cycle sees, mm-hmm. and the psychological, where you, there are a lot of psychological changes that happen around the time of menopause, and also sociologically, because suddenly, you know, you feel that you don't get your period, so you have a lot of freedom, especially for religious purposes, Yes. The periods when they are, are obstructing, so that that kind of freedom you get, and cultural variables, especially in India, a woman who has reached menopause reaches a certain status, whereas in the mm-hmm. West, when they reach menopause, they feel they have lost their femininity, whereas in right. India, they feel you know they have become the matriarch of the family. So it all depends on how you look at it, in the positive, either glass half full or half empty. So basically, if you don't get your periods for 12 months mm. continuously, then it is you consider that the woman has reached menopause. And it is happening because of the decline of the reproductive hormones. So during re- reproductive period, our body produces an elixir, that is the estrogen, which is actually responsible for all the positive things the woman experiences in her youthful life. The age at menopause in our country is from for anywhere between 45 to 55, but generally between 46 to 49 years. So what exactly is menopause? What is happening in a woman's body, making it such a distinct phase? When the menstruation time, the estrogen is there, but it is low. Then as the follicle, every month the ovary releases one egg. So this mm. egg is when it is growing, it will produce estrogen. So this estradiol will grow up, go up and suddenly there is an ovulation period. And after ovulation, another hormone the ovary produces after the egg is released, that is progesterone. And with the estrogen and progesterone are at a higher level, they develop the endometrium, that is the lining of the uterus to receive the pregnancy if she gets pregnant. Because when she ovulates, there is always a chance of getting pregnant. If there is no pregnancy, then both these hormones come down. And because of the lack of the hormone, again, menstruation occurs here. So this is the cycle which goes on. 
from the time you start getting your periods till you stop your periods so from the age of say 12 to 13 years till you are 45 to 48 years when you stop in between every month this is happening in your body and when you get one woman gets pregnant then this progesterone and estrogen continue to grow continuously and patient won't get the woman doesn't get her periods for those 9 months and the baby grows and they deliver apart from menopause there is this phase called perimenopause what exactly is that is pregnant then this progesterone and estrogen continue to grow continuously and patient won't get the woman doesn't get her periods for those 9 months and the baby grows and they deliver so what happens around perimenopause that means even 5 to 8 years slowing down slowly the hormone mm. levels keep coming down so because of that <clears throat> the the eggs see this this is the ovary this is mm. the uterus these are the tubes and the ovary so the ovaries are nothing but the storehouse of where the eggs are stored it is like a basket having all the eggs and every month one egg is growing reaches the ruptures and releases the egg and estrogen goes up whereas around perimenopause the number of eggs will start coming down so they come down from say 250000 eggs it comes down to 5000 3000 even around menopause there will still be about 1000 eggs in both the ovaries so sometimes women suddenly they ovulate even after menopause and conceive rarely we see in the newspapers no a lady 50 years she had pregnancy and she had a baby she was a rare phenomenon so what happens generally is the ovulation becomes irregular so instead of having a 30 day cycle women usually start having shorter cycles 25 days 20 days because there is speeding up of the ovarian function and sometimes the egg does not get released so progesterone does not form so what happens the endometrium becomes thicker and thicker once progesterone forms and withdrawal happens it gets shed this endometrial lining the lining of the inside of the uterus so when there is no egg releasing then this can become thicker and thicker and sometimes for two months patient doesn't get period so then suddenly the woman thinks okay i'm reaching menopause so it's all unnecessary so sometimes irregular bleeding happens so whenever your period gets delayed by say one month or 45 days don't just think okay i might have reached menopause go for a checkup then when we do once ultrasound and see how the thickness of uterus lining is mm. it is very thick then we'll give a progesterone tablet so we will mimic a natural cycle so 10 days you take progesterone tablet and stop you will get a withdrawal which is predictable and bleeding is also 5 days or 6 days and it will stop then you won't have to worry again next time you wait if your period gets delayed for 15 days for that 20 days then take the progesterone again sometime when you reach menopause that means there is no estrogen in the body so this endometrium is not becoming thick after only if it estrogen is working then only progesterone will act so if there is no estrogen even when you take progesterone you won't get a period so that is when you think okay now i have reached menopause so irregular periods once in 2 months 3 months when you take progesterone you will get withdrawal that means you are in perimenopause not at reached menopause mm-hmm. when you take progesterone also you don't get your period that means you have reached menopause even then sometimes it can happen once after one year again you may have one period 
again after one and a half years one period and then you may stop so in this meantime whenever there is a problem go and visit the gynecologist once so that will help and after menopause there's another phase called post menopause what happens post menopause that means once you reach the 12 months of no period so that means now your ovary has hardly any eggs no eggs are being released no estrogen is being produced from the ovary so ovulation does not occur so progesterone also not produced so this endometrium is see it's becoming thinner and thinner and it becomes atrophic but even though this ovary is not producing estrogen this ovary will continue to produce some androgens that means male hormones so women always have produced male hormone first from the male hormone only estrogen gets produced okay that's why in pcos there is more of male hormone that's why you have hair excessive hair yeah. growth upper lip hair acne then male pattern baldness we say frontal right. baldness all this happens because in polycystic ovaries multiple cysts get formed and lot of androgens are formed but the advantage in a menopausal ovary is even a, this ovary though it does not produce estrogen it produces testosterone which is a male hormone and this testosterone gets converted in the fat into estrogen a different kind of estrogen it is called estrone which is less uh, powerful than the other estrogen that is estradiol we call it the okay. natural estrogen this is a milder form of estrogen so it takes care of the body's basic requirements so women who are little fat around menopause look younger because they have more fat in their body where this male hormone is getting converted into estrone so if you see very thin women women who are very underweight or very thin their skin is wrinkled they look older they look aged the elasticity of the skin is less because they don't have fat even this androgen that is produced cannot get converted into estrogen in the because of lack of fat so that's why even a normal woman generally around menopause tends to gain weight so the woman gets worried i am gaining weight but actually nature is trying to help her out by making her little more fat the second thing that happens around menopause is fat around the waist so suddenly there's all these years i have never put on weight around my midriff now my abdomen is becoming fatter so that is called insulin resistance this is again around menopause women become insulin resistant so they produce more androgen that androgen is converted into fat and in the fat into estrogen so you now you understood the advantage of putting on little weight around menopause beyond these hormonal changes women go through a lot of other changes too during this phase so what happens with menopause it affects the quality of life basically menopause is a phase of life so it has physical changes first thing is your periods don't come then your skin starts looking dull your hair starts looking dull then you some complexion pigmentation occurs then sexually you are not that much interested in sex and you are not that libido comes down socially also suddenly women start distancing themselves they don't like to meet people talk too much so they become little introvert kind of people 
emotionally they become very disturbed very easily they get disturbed because that is the time when the children leave the house emptiness syndrome children go to school college or go get married and leave or sons get a job so they go somewhere else so you feel suddenly you are not needed as a mother you are taking care of them all these years suddenly that lack lack of need is there they have their own friends their own social circle husband is very busy with his profession if you are even housewife if you are also working then again your energy levels are low you are finding it difficult to cope with your regular work so that is also causing emotional problem so see if you know why you are having these changes from because of that small little hormone estradiol which is not there in your body so many things are going wrong then spiritual health slowly women also start becoming more spiritually inclined so all these years even if you are not that much spiritually inclined suddenly you will start liking to talk about spirituality with this erratic menstruation cycle a common question is can a woman get pregnant in perimenopause and a follow up question would be what's the right age to get pregnant as planned by nature so fertility and perimenopause even as i said there are few eggs in the ovaries even around perimenopause so they can get pregnant but most of us don't realize that after 30 years our fertility drops drastically so nowadays women are getting married at 30 33 35 38 they are planning a pregnancy whereas indian women especially our menopause is much earlier 45 to 49 i said whereas western world it is almost 55 53 to 55 so they have ovulation even at 40 they conceive and have babies whereas in india at 40 we have less number of women hardly 2 to 3% and the quality of eggs also are poor so that's why we have to tell as a gynecologist i tell my patients best time to have babies is between 22 and 28 but the girls now will laugh at me and say what are you talking very retrogradely you are talking at 28 we are still studying we are still not at financially independent we are not settled how can we get married and have babies but the nature doesn't stop for us you see so nature takes its own course so for us to delay our pregnancy delay our marriage we must make sure that our body is in a fit state fit condition you should not be overweight you should not be underweight you should not be overstressed you must be exercising regularly you must eat the right kind of food all these things will preserve your ovarian function apart from our internal physiology what are some of the environmental and lifestyle factors affecting women and their health so these days we are seeing women even at 35 suddenly they are reaching menopause because all through their life they are on a diet yo yo diet they will either eat too much or don't eat at all or they like exercise too much or don't exercise or they go have late nights every day they sleep at 2 am 3 am so our body is designed to the nature tuned to the nature sunrise early morning our body is full metabolism is very high so if you exercise in the morning it will give you benefit by evening it will slow down sunset our body also will settle settle down so evening if you exercise it will not help you if you have late dinner 9 o'clock 10 o'clock dinner 
your body is already closed its shop you eat now it will not burn it it will store it instead of burning it will store it so you will gain weight your sleep also by 10 o'clock if you sleep then the reproductive hormones the estrogen and progesterone all these things are dependent on pituitary hormones pituitary hormones again are dependent on hypothalamus above the pituitary you have hypothalamus this is connected to you have some photosensitive cells in the forehead so when the light is off in the night these cells will tell the body that it is night so that's when in the night the hypothalamus will releasing hormones have a wave pattern so pulsatile we call it it goes up and down up and down that pulsatility is properly there whereas you want to watch netflix or you want to go for a late night party till 2 am you want to dance under psychedelic lights jump and come back so this pulsatility gets affected so if a woman is from 20 to 28 years she is very active busy every day she is going out for parties or she is working till 2 am american time all these things it will affect her reproductive hormones and it will affect her ovarian quality of eggs so suddenly the they may go in for premature menopause so these are all things people don't realize right the other thing is uh, even pollution so much of pollution we are having and uh, the paints the plastics the plastic bags we use the perfumes the conditioners the shampoos nail paint everything contains uh, estrogens and they can affect your reproductive function so what happens around perimenopause lot of women have these kind of bleeding abnormalities i told you cycles right. become very short or they become delayed cycles you can have delayed cycles and when the cycles are delayed i told you the bleeding can be very heavy or it can be prolonged for two weeks three weeks continuous bleeding okay. and you start worrying and immediately rush then they also you need a dnc you need all these things yes we used to do dnc before but now we have this ultrasound when we do ultrasound we'll know how thick the endometrium is mm-hmm. is it very thick not very thick is there a cyst in the ovary it can happen cyst can happen around menopause so with the ultrasound itself we can make out what is the problem so we don't normally do a dnc rarely we do a dnc actually nowadays a thickened endometrium could be a cause for concern and is associated with endometrial cancer right correct see if it is the first time that you are having an delayed period and prolonged yeah. bleeding yes. so more chances for a younger woman who is not diabetic not hypertensive mm. not very obese so they are mm. called risk factors hypothyroid mm. so all the multiple risk factors are there then we would like to do a dnc but for one single Uh, episode and even if the endometrium is not very thick supposing it is 24 mm normally it has to be 10 mm so if it is 14 or 16 mm we don't think of doing a dnc if it is 24 mm yes we will do so this is how <clears throat> we have to assess so unnecessary over treating and see even going for a dnc you have to get investigated you have to be under anesthesia dnc has to be done that has to be tested sent for testing so lot of things are involved so if you have an ultrasound and you are able to judge what it is the gynecologist need not do a dnc for each and every one you have to pick and choose 
and intermenstrual spotting some people between periods they'll have little spotting in ultrasound most often these women will have a polyp that means a growth a fleshy growth inside the endometrium from there some bleeding happens so these are women we do what is known as hysteroscopy so we look inside the uterus put a scope see if there's a polyp we'll cut and remove the polyp and send it for testing anything that is removed has to be sent for testing and sometimes it could be the cervix from the cervix there could be malignancy in the cancer of the cervical um, that means the mouth of the uterus so when a woman comes with intermenstrual spotting we look inside look at the cervix so these are small things then we take a pap smear pap smear will tell us if there is any precancerous lesion so how often should a woman in india given our infrastructure get a pap smear done in the menopausal age group actually reproductive age group you will have to do more frequently because that is oh, when so. every month your cycles are happening so the hormones are changing the so the endom we call it the transformation zone that means the cervix mm. the mouth of the uterus to the towards the vagina it is thick walled inside the uterus is thin walled so there are two layers it is called single layer and multi layer cell layers mm-hmm. so in between there is a junctional layer so that j layer is getting replaced every month so in reproductive age group more of sexual activity sexual activity sperm can contain some virus papilloma virus herpes simplex virus so these viruses can get incorporated into that transformation zone and when there is a new genetic material inside the cell it can become abnormal cell and it can become malignant so reproductive age group actually you need more frequent three every three years at least after menopause if you have no symptoms you had done one men- pap smear it's showing normal even after five years you can do one more pap in the premenopause and menopause stage how how often ma'am premenopause every three years pre in the western world they do it every year because they are more paranoid and they have a healthcare system and insurance everything is there so they do so many unnecessary things whereas here we just look at the cervix if the cervix looks apparently normal then you just take a pap smear once in 3 years post menopausal if it is normal once in 5 years also fine unless the woman has a symptom if she has a spotting or whatever we do more then painful periods also you can see in these women as i said this endometrium the lining of the uterus can go inside the muscle so every month when she is bleeding she may have bleeding inside the muscle that can cause pain so there are some women who have such severe pain that they come and say i cannot tolerate this pain so for these women we are now giving mirena we are inserting a mirena a copper t like kind of thing okay. which contains progesterone Thank you so much Dr Sashikala for sharing your wisdom knowledge insights with our women at Voices of Yosha Today I want to share something about our ancient wisdom if you've noticed in our sculptures of our temples or ancient paintings our women are adorned with a lot of jewelry especially a lot of elaborate thick bangles and anklets all usually made of silver now there was a reason why 
they wore anklets and bangles. Now, similar to Chinese reflexology, Indian Ayurveda has identified marma points and these points stimulate organs as well as regulate hormones amongst others. So the bangles, when they fall, when you move your hand, fall back and forth and same with the ankles and these would stimulate certain points in the body like the uterus, your digestive system, etc. Isn't that wonderful? With that ancient wisdom, let's also take a moment to gather our thoughts and listen or chant the ancient Gayatri Mantra. This mantra is very powerful. It's a fundamental universal prayer for well-being. Sit down on the floor or on a chair in the Sukhasan, which is the pose of ease, sitting cross-legged, if you can, with your palms joined together in the prayer pose or a namaste. Close your eyes gently. Open your eyes gently and with gratitude to this wonderful universe, to Mother Nature and for all that we receive from the abundance of the universe. Thank you for listening in. Please do like and follow our podcast. And in case you know someone who might enjoy listening in, do share it with them too. In our next episode of Voices of Yosha, we will be speaking about some of the small but important muscles which we don't normally recognize till they stop functioning. So next episode, we will speak about the pelvic floor muscle. See you next time.